What up, beautiful people? You are now joining Just Glow Podcast. I'm your host, Gloria Velez. And my special guest today, Dope MC, my friend for a long time That's since right. he was young, Mike Geronimo. Yeah. What up, baby? What's up? Hey, good, good, good to my see love. You. Same yeah, here, yeah, same you here. look good. Everything all right? Yes, yes. Bless. I, I, I can't complain. You look great still. You still look like from back in the day. Like, I don't know. That's incredible. <laughs> I yo, swear to God. Really? Yo, thank you. Yeah, even your whole thank demeanor, you. it's like deja vu. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I ha I'm trying to remember the last time like that we actually saw each other. It has to be over 20 years, right? It's, I would say. Yeah, now you're telling us our age. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. No, that's not, not the true. Case. We were like we were like three years old last time I saw you, right? <laughs> we were both three. That's Literally, I think the last time I what? saw you was mid-25. I was like 25, 24, something like that. We was young. We were super young. I want to say, I think, and I might have saw you afterwards. I want to say it was like in Miami. Definitely Miami. I think, was, I think Big was still alive, actually. Oh, okay. So that was like 95, 96. Yeah. yeah wow, really? I thought I saw you yeah. after that somewhere. Do you remember how we initially met? Who introduced us? Do you remember that? Because I don't remember that story. I kind of remember. Okay, I know you were at the label. And I know you were... I think you were dancing for for one of the artists that was signed at the label, and okay. I remember I don't know if you remember a guy named Bernard, but I think it was Bernard who managed Kinsu. Yes! Oh my God! Yes, that's yeah. right. I was his backup dancer. Oh my God! I was but like then, fourteen years old, <laughs> literally. Yo, and then it's it's funny because we never really. I, and then one day out of nowhere, I think we were both at the label, and we just would like started Vibing. talking i was like yeah cool yeah we vibe that's right you got a great freaking memory yeah i was dancing for kinsu a lot of people don't know he's like a bass yeah. rapper you know i'm not for sure yeah. like if he's from miami or whatever but um yeah i started nah, touring you know, all he over. was from here yeah get he out of here from, really he actually yeah he was from new york that's crazy i know more about the the, the artist <laughs> he was working with you. but i listen I they, they wrote that. that check you know yeah yeah but after that it was like you you just took off like a rocket ship i was happy though the whole time just to see oh, you like blossoming like i remember at one point i was watching somebody's video and i, I had to do like one of these like you know you see someone on the tv and you kind of like wait is oh, that her <laughs> yeah that's chloe and i was like go ahead yeah i was like yeah go ahead get it get it get it you know so you You're took off funny. Yeah, you saw me as yeah, like but, little girl, literally 14. Can you yeah, do that? That's incredible. Yeah. You was young too, yeah. so we're around the same age. We're real close in age. So what yeah, made, how like, did you start it in the industry? Like, were you rapping first? Like, what got you mm -hmm. in the drive of what what drawed you to this industry? It wasn't it was kind of funny with me, Glow. Um, because I grew up with large professors. Shout out to large professors. So mm -hmm. like large professor from main source was pretty much like the first person I ever knew going outside of my crib, you know, like you always have that person in the neighborhood. Your mom would be like, well, who you outside with? Yes. And I would say, well, yes. I'm outside with, you know, with large. Oh, okay. So he was like, you, you know, good. 
Yeah, so I knew him literally since I got my first key to wear around my neck to, to open my door, go outside to play or whatever. But being around him, um, I would just, you know, hear beats. And, I, like, I was, like, 15, 16, and, like, people like Gangstar would come to his house or Tribe Called Quest oh, wow. or, or Busta Rhymes and, or Premier, Pete Rock, shout out to Pete. So I was young around them, and that got me into DJing. And oh, so wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's how I started. So me and my brother was DJs. So we had like four turntables and two mixes, two amps. I would go every day and buy like, you know, the 12 inch singles and I had crates of records. So the rap thing with me kind of inadvertently happened. And that was only because I was surrounded by people that spit all day. So I was just, yeah. So in the beginning, I was just doing it to just bug out and make you know people you just love the music right yeah like yeah. I, I just loved music you know and then and you, you was know, around further. such in powerful inspirational rappers that's like incredible yeah i was really <laughs> fortunate yeah you know so, yeah that's i mean look the names I, that you just think, said it's like incredible it was crazy it was crazy you know and um and then as i got older like large would you know he would have people in the crib like just freestyling. So, you know, Nas would be there. Shout out to Nas, Akinelli. Yes. Um, uh, so it was your Joe destiny. Fayle. You were surrounded by legends. You were surrounded it, the influence right much. there. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. And then I, I can totally relate to that. Like, it was your destiny. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And so it wasn't, what, like I said, yeah, that I wasn't by accident. Look for it. <laughs> Nah, but right. it's funny because I was like, happened. I wasn't looking to do it. It just happened. And then I was like, all right, I'm young. At that time, I was like 16 going on 17. I'm just getting ready to graduate high school. I don't really know what I want to do with my life. You know, and then it happened. And I was like, okay, cool. If it works, it does. If it doesn't, right. then, you know, or at least you could say you did something. Everybody tried. else ain't done it. Yeah, I tried. So and the rest is history. So what was the first song that you said, okay, this is it? I'm right. This I, I I am officially a rapper. Um, it wasn't just real. It was I, I think when I did Master I See with Buck Wild, and I think like in the studio when they played it back when it was finally completed. I think that's when I kind of stepped back and I was like, oh, okay, this is like not a dream this is it yes yes yeah and and i think that kind of like i was like okay oh shit so what comes with it not being a dream (laughs) (laughs) right but right right right. yeah i understand when i was on stage and dancing and performing and every time i hit that stage i said this is it this is for me you know the adrenaline Mm -hmm. the crowd cheering and that was just a backup dancer and i know i wanted more you know so i know you get that like you know, when you're in the studio creating and I get excited, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. You get that like, feeling, you right? Know, you get that, yeah, you get that, that it's just a vibe and it's just a, that. but that was the part that I love. Like, you know, I love the right. part of being able to go into the, stu- and the studio Create. would fascinate me. Yeah, because you have all these lights around you and all this equipment and you don't know what half the shit around you does, but <laughs> you just sitting there right. like, okay, 
and you know that was the fun part though the part though like and you you know like performing the butterflies you get before you go on stage yes, yes. like the, the the dare that you have with yourself is fun you know yeah. what i mean like i dare you to run out there in front of all those people and, right and, and get it. crazy and just release be yeah. you you're actually being you, you're letting yourself out there this is my lyrics this is my song and are they going exactly. to accept me are they going to receive it right well as producing, right. what was like the, as a producer working, because you worked with a lot of great producers, like give me, um, who was the best one or that influenced you or brought out more create, like every producer that I've worked with always brought something different out of me. Mm -hmm. You know, every time that I went in the studio, like I worked with Scott Storch, I worked with, you know, um, just so many people. I was signed with um, Ronnie Jerkins and mm -hmm. creating with them was incredible. You know, it yeah, just like it brought yeah, something new, yeah. different out of me. Which one that you can honestly yeah. say that comes out of your mind? Say, oh my god, creating with him, I would definitely work with him. And because some of them are weird, you know, lighting candles, praise doves. I seen a bunch <laughs> of crazy shit. Okay, I, <laughs> or yo, some I was see, Yeah, I've heard stories. So I was fortunate. Like I never had anybody who was so eccentric that they've done something where I'd be like, yo, what, the, what are you doing? But <laughs> right, right, and. It, <laughs> But it's hard to say, like, I think with everyone that I've been fortunate to work with, it's always been something where I could learn and take something. So with all of them across the board, from the most known to the most unknown, right. it always with me had to, if I didn't vibe with you, I didn't work with you, you know, and right. sometimes that's an Achilles heel because, you know, you, you, you kind of limit what you can do if you look at it at it that way yes. but i was just yes. always big on if it's not a natural uh figurative chemistry marriage, then, right right yeah, if it's not a natural but i think the people that stand out um working with buck was always a good experience with buck wild because we never really thought we just went and did right um and so what he created work, the beat right there that's how you guys created and yeah like i'm so high master i see sounded nothing <laughs> like it did when it was finished like i i actually remember when we got the beat and Gotti was there with me and then he was like i was like yo you don't hear that and he right. was like nah <laughs> and i was like <laughs> right you don't hear that and he was like, nah. And I was like, I right, just trust me on this, you know. So with with working with Buck and and even Pete too, it was a very organic experience. I think the personal that that sticks out in terms of like, wow, okay. Um, like this man does this and he does this so that it becomes mammoth. Um right. working with Diddy was like with Puff was like the first time that I've really experienced somebody being like a, a wizard in the sense of yeah, he telling me like, okay, on this word, do this. And with this phrase, do this. And when you're right. in the box, like don't be afraid to do whatever it is to project the feeling you want the, the bars to have. So right. I was really impressed in the sense of like, aside from, I've you know, it, that's my man. That's my, my that's like family to me. So to see him 
really immersed in what I was doing kind of bugged me out because he was like dead ass serious about it. Yes, he and is. I actually I, yeah, experienced I like, being in the studio. I never worked with him music wise, but I actually been mm -hmm. in the studio and and he networked with every room and tell him how it goes and he's wired yeah. all night. Like he's focused. Yeah. I've never seen so much, has so much energy. You, you just said it. And yeah. Yes, he's it, like up on the heels up. I'm up, you up. Let's do this. Come on. I need two songs exactly. from you, three songs from you. That's how Diddy yeah. works. And and like I was, was young watching him. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't like that. Do it again. Change that. No, no, like literally yeah, working all true. the rooms. Yes. That's it's true. incredible. And, and then you and come back the next morning and be like, Y'all still up? <laughs> like he didn't let nobody Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> he stayed there. Like I think I left and he stayed. In the session with with um, I think it was my man Davin uh, Vanderpool Prestige. My man, shout out to Prestige. So, him and Prestige stayed in a lab till like five something in the morning, fucking with the song, and I was like blown away because I was like, like I said, it just bugged me out that to see him that in tune, you right, know. And even right. those times when I would do something that he dug, just how he would compliment me and be like. You know, it wasn't like, you know, like a gas you up compliment. It was more like right, you know, right, just like, to, just to say it's dope, right, right. But don't don't stray away from what you're doing. And I would be like, all right, check, Roger that, you know, and then right. The <laughs> so you never <laughs> had no like negative experience working with someone in the like in the studio and be like, oh, this is not fucking it, because I I've had experiences like people have to record with like 10 million people in the studio. I hate that shit. Mm -hmm. Just to have that ego, just to have that like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, dude, this is not mm -hmm. a fucking concert. You know what I'm saying? We're recording. Yeah. And that that I, that loses creativity to me in my sense. Like, you know, creative with, with the producer. And if you're mm -hmm. dealing with other rap, I've learned that like, oh my God, some people I just cannot work with because they need people to stroke them just to lay down a fucking two verses or a bar. You I know what I'm saying? You ever I had that experience? Not really, and I think <laughs> no. the reason. No, I'm gonna tell you why because I, I was so used to, like that's how I came into it. So I was used to having 20 people around me, and and you know you just gotta spit, and you gotta be better than the one that was that spit right. before. You know, so I was already kind of inadvertently seasoned to deal with a lot of chaos around me and right, you know, half right. half the half the fun before we was even in, in the studio was, you know, everybody's high, everybody's drinking, everybody's listening. But that's a lot of energy that. draining. I've noticed I was mm -hmm. around that a lot as well, but I've learned to separate the push because right. the music doesn't come out the same. It really doesn't. It, like the energy is so fucking different. It's different. It's different, yeah. and I get what you're saying. Like that, don't get me wrong. I might have scenarios where it might have been someone in the studio with us, and maybe their energy wasn't the best yes. energy to have around. So, or or I know with me, what would bother me after a while would be the whole like science project. That's what I call it, where it's like you're in the booth and you're rhyming. And you may have all these people that are walking into your session and they kind of look at you like you like 
you know, like you're like an attraction at the zoo. Right. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. Or everybody has a fucking opinion, right? Only oh, you should say it this way. Only oh, you should say it this way. I'm just like, oh hell no. Nah. I'm, right. I'm, I'm gonna go take a coffee break yeah. real quick. Right. And then you, you just be like, go. yo, chill. <laughs> yeah, but even in those scenarios where that may affect my confidence or that might affect right. my attention. Right. I would just go roll up and chill out and wait for them to leave. You're so laid back here. Yeah. You just so what, what, what sign are you? My ass would be like shit. Oh, Virgo. Oh no, you're sarcastic. You're sneaky. Sneaky, sneaky, sneaky one over here. Why? That's what we. That's what they say. Yeah, Virgos, you're very analytic with everything. Um, I'm incredibly analytical. Yeah, yeah. yeah like I, I have so. to. I'm definitely about logistics, logic rationale right. reason yeah. so i definitely think i probably overthink a lot it's something i've been trying to work on the older i get not <laughs> overthinking yeah you know but that, that's about it but it's cool i mean i never when i did feel those those when i was in those situations and the vibe wasn't right my main concern would be not letting that lead to heads buttons Right. You know, yeah. then heads Especially your male and it could get ugly. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah and it, could, right. it could get, you know, it could it could go left fast. So I would just rather just smoke and just tell myself, like, yo, go go walk in the, like, the, right. the A room or wherever I would have to walk to just be by myself and hone in on whatever it was I wanted to say. And, and by out. that time. Right. And, or I would just be like, that nigga's going to be drunk in like two hours and then he'll leave. So just right. chill out till he's drunk and goes home. And then that was that. So what do you think about hip hop now compared to our era? You know, it's changed so dramatically. Mm -hmm. How do you feel the transitioning um, of the new age, you know, of the new rappers? I think it's like anything else, Glowy. I think it got pros. I think it has cod. Right. Right. What I do try to say to myself is I, I try to be as objective as possible. Like what I will say is, you know, put yourself in these young boy shoes, you know, and then when you do that, you start to tell yourself like, yo, you was young too at one point coming in and the same, but we were, you know, and, and yeah, but it's different. I, now, it's different. I think it is different. It is different. I'm not saying. I think our generation, our men and um, the women, they, the women mm -hmm. had more, we have more uh, versatility. We had yeah. Lauren Hill. We have Kim oh, Fox. Yeah. We had uh, the Brad. We had, um, yeah, we had a, a Queen Latifah, but we had yeah. our levels. So now it's just one wave. The females are just talking about ass shaking, pussy popping, da da da. There's yeah. no balance. And the men are becoming more feminine wearing makeup dresses it's becoming a totally it's, different thing it's very yeah you like know? it's different it's di I'm, and yeah. I'm not saying i'm not saying like i was taught a long time ago everything ain't for everybody and everybody ain't for everything right so with that being said the dress wearing and all of that i mean if that's what floats everyone's boat who am I to tell you not to do it? It might not be. Well, for that's you. not the case. I don't think that's the case that they actually really wanted to put on makeup or a dress. I mm -hmm. feel like back in the day, you know, I think our men had when they had when certain people in the industry told them to do things like you, you'd be like, nah, I'm not. You stood your ground. Let's just oh, yeah, it, it was a line that you stood you your know, ground, yeah, no matter friendship or anything to manipulate nah. you. You was like, no, nah. fuck you. You ain't bringing it's me down. Much. It's not worth your fame. It's not worth the money. 
and and yeah. we, we come from the streets, so we know how to get money. So if that don't work, I'm gonna go get money over here. Right, I'm gonna go do these young kids don't really know how to hustle like us. You know, uh, they feel like this is their only way out, or this is the only door. Some some people our age are doing the same thing as well. Mm -hmm. They feel like mm -hmm. that's the only thing to do. And I just yeah, feel I'm, like the change of hip hop is so dramatic. You know, it, it was it's so different. It's, it was, but it's funny because shout out to OC. I had a good talk with my man OC. We, we was on the phone for like six hours the other night, but this was yeah. one of the topics we covered. Yeah, we ain't speaking a long time, but um, <laughs> he was telling he's like, yo, you know, our era, we um we were home to be as excellent the next time as we were the last time. And I we said, spoke yeah, our truth though. We was right. us. Um, right. Just but, it, if I wanted to wear baggy pants because I wanted to, I felt it. If I wanted to be sexy, I'd be sexy. I gave them a little bit of everything. You could do whatever you Now they feel you. like they're forced to be the same, the same wearing, the same outfits, the same. It's like we're being conditioned in our industry Absolutely. because our industry is so powerful and people mimic, people want to follow. So they're changing what hip hop really is as a culture. Yeah. I, I mean, but I, I like yeah i do yeah. I, I liken it what i told oh i said yo i liken it to it's like giving a kid allowance after a while and not giving them the butt that comes with this speech you feel me and i think our era that ever me and you were a part of like we didn't just change things we we raised everything up to a level that our predecessors would have never imagined you know, like right, we from the everywhere, right. you know, you could actually make enough to go get a bit. You could actually make enough right, to go. And, right. And what's the, what's the freight with great power comes a lot of responsibility. And I think what happens somewhere along the line is, you know, it's, it just turned into fast food and it just turned into I think monkey. They were monkey afraid dip. how much power our culture was yeah. having and they've taken it from us. If people Absolutely. don't see that, they're blind. Yeah, and they, I mean, and 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 that's 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 a fair argument to 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 raise. It's a fair point to raise because I think that um, no one showed any of us in our era. No one gave us a guidebook. We were all kids. That's right. No one came that's to right. us and was like, "Yo, when you get to here, you need to do this." Do like, this. That's right. There wasn't. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Like the that's millionaires right. from our era they became millionaires in that era and they had to learn on the fly how to deal with that you know That's and right. no one showed us the ropes on that so anything where it's too much too fast there's gonna be um an unintended consequence and i think the unintended consequence is what you're describing now like the, i don't think the, it's like the, not too fast i think it's not earned it's not blood sweat and tears it, i mm -hmm. think it's that's why the music it's it's tasteless it's um, there's no meaning behind it. You know, when I listen to your music and, you know, mm. Diddy's music, you feel it. You can actually still play it to this day. And it's, yeah. it's music that's, it's not so never... Yes, yeah, it's, yes, it, exactly. There's, there's no, exactly. there's nothing that, that resonates with you. And there's nothing that, I mean, on that, don't, and don't get me wrong. There's a couple of them that I see and it's kind of like, all right, young Jedi. Right, they're good. Right. Now. I agree. Right. I agree. Like, you know, I think Rowdy Rich is amazing as an artist. I think that uh, 
I wouldn't count Kendrick. Benny the Butcher. Lamar there's a few the, of them Benny, that are really dope. Right. Yeah. It, there's, there's a few of them that I think, and I think now for some strange reason, like within the last year or so, I kind of see everything starting to make a slow shift as to where people are kind of saying to themselves, like, damn, I'm tired of eating McDonald's all day, figuratively right. speaking. Right. You know, so well, I hope, there's a couple I hope where hope. For that. Yeah. It'll happen. Everything, everything, yo, there's nothing. My pops would always say there's nothing new under the sun. And whatever you saw once, you guaranteed to see twice. So you No, you, I agree I with agree. that. And life is like a yeah. cycle. You know what I'm saying? You're is. absolutely right. It is. Yeah, it is. It is. So it all hope ain't lost. You feel me? I know I'm no, no, I, I agree. <laughs> so oh, you are. I, so you got new music out yeah. coming. Do tell, do oh, tell. I'm having a t- I'm having the time of my life recording. Um, it's probably gonna be my last album, period. But I figured if it is my last, I'm gonna go out with as big of a bang as I could possibly make. So I can't say. Well, you're working with on the album. Oh, you can't say everything. (laughs) I can't say everything, right? Because my manager is like this right now. My manager is like, you you. better not. Um, So you know, are you dropping last year or or next year? That's coming out next year coming out like um okay so i've been having a great time recording with rhythm d with mr lee with dj toon these are my brothers and and we've been making some incredible music um but so what made you stop what made me stop yes yeah what made you stop i think for me glory it was kind of like um it was just too much too fast too soon and i don't think that i was ever ready necessarily for all the things that come with being an artist and i think i also you mean had the people behind of, what do you mean like the people behind or you couldn't handle the pressure yeah, like, i mean like the, the 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 pressure the politics the it just the it politics. just turned in right and it turned into a point where it kind of was like yo this shit ain't fun anymore like it's not right. like right when i did my first album and it was fun to make the album right. and it was fun to create and it was fun to go everywhere and perform it and it just wasn't fun to me and then once it started because people change like, it, like in your crew they change from your first album creating it those I think were your everybody friends, right right yeah right and and I think I think everybody changes a little bit whether they would readily admit it or not you know you you can't right. say you don't change if you went from, yeah, you have to change to grow you have to change you have to yeah you yeah. have to so it's like for anyone to be like yo I never change nigga knock it off bro you had nothing right. yesterday <laughs> and today you have the world in your hands and you stop you know so with me it was just something in me that was kind of like yo why don't we just give all this shit back and why don't we just spend a little time getting to know ourselves? and if it comes to a point where you feel like you love this thing again then it'll be here for you if not right so the people who do not love music anymore the people that you are not necessarily right not and it, not i wouldn't say the supporters i don't call people fans i don't believe well no i'm saying your so-called family that you was doing music with made mm-hmm. you not love music anymore creating music 
Yeah, I had a lot on me. I had a lot on me right. from, from every angle. You know, I had a lot on right. me from the people that, you know, helped me make the music and put it out. And I had a lot on me from the people that, you know, were with me before the music, during the music. I had a lot on me from my relatives and my family. You know, right. I had I a lot that, on yes. me from, yeah. So it's kind of like everybody was taking as much as they Take could. It, yes. So yeah until there was nothing left to take and i was like well mm. you know before you end up taking what you don't need to take in any way shape right. or form why don't you just walk away and i right. did and i because that's when they the get you when you're at your desperate measures thinking they exactly that you would do anything by any means necessary and that was that's right. amazing to even show your character that you're even in your desperate moments to take care of so many people in your surroundings that you decided, peace, I'm not doing this. This is not who I am. This is not yeah, me. That's no, amazing. And I think it was, it, I appreciate you saying that, but I really believe it was like the best decision I've ever made in my life, you know, in my Amen. time off away from me. And it was cool because when you're in the amusement park, you can't really see from <laughs> yes, the vantage in the beginning. Point. Right, you're right. not getting the whole because it's the bright picture. lights. It's right, it's, it's the, the nice it's clothes, the lights and, the, and, the, and, the, and the cotton yes. candy and and yo, yes, there's the Ferris wheel and yo, there's the roller yes. coaster. Everybody's right doing it. Yeah. Right. right, right, right. But when I step back and you know when I'm yes. like this looking, really observing in the amusement. Right, so when I'm looking yeah. in the amusement park from outside, I'm like, yeah, this shit is kind of. What was your crazy, wake? Bro. I'm. A, I'll give you my wake up moment, like. I was never into drugs. I was a lightweight drinker. So when I went to a lot mm -hmm. of these parties, you know, um, first I was in awe with the the celebrities and, you know, the A-listers and stuff. And then when I really mm -hmm. sat and looked at what was going around and mm -hmm. the drugs and just a bunch of stuff, I was like, this is not me. You know, I sat mm -hmm. back and said, I never want to be like that. I looked at that person differently and saw what they're doing and just so many things happen. And I said, oh, this is not my life. Like, this is not happiness. Mm. You know, a lot of these people mm. are famous, rich, and but they're really not happy. They're looking for that happiness. They're of uh, that drug or that extra woman or that man, because women Absolutely. are doing it too. And they're so lost. And, you know, we glorify these celebrities that you mm -hmm. can see it in their eyes, they're not happy. You know what I'm saying? And I no longer admired them as a little girl as I grew up and saw things. And I said, okay, I gotta say, step back. I, uh, this is not the world I really want to associate no. with. So I started pulling myself out of it. What was your awe moment? Yeah. Like, you're like, holy shit, this is not, this is not fucking it. Um, like I said, it, it, it I, I wouldn't even call it the, the awe moment. I would call it more, it was my path. Like, Okay. I remember I had went to TBT one day and like the day that I left TBT, I hadn't even intended to to leave. Like I didn't get up saying, all right, today's the day I'm going to make my exodus, whatever. I wasn't even thinking that. And I got right. to the label. And so I'm sorry, my, my son and my wife. It's okay. It's a full house. It's okay. <laughs> so, it's okay. Um, so something that happened at the label and somebody had told me something that the label had an intent on doing and i went into uh, the president with steve gottlieb um 
And I went into Steve Gottlieb's office and one thing led to another and then voices got louder and then, you know, mm. blood starts rushing and it was going to go left very, very quick. Right. And unbeknownst to the world, I think maybe two months prior to that, I had a failed suicide attempt. Um, so I came downstairs after arguing with Steve and um, the vice president, Vera, she was like in tears and she's crying and she's like begging me to come back upstairs. And she's like, honey, we'll work it out. Please don't leave. And I remember I just showed her my wrist and I was like, yo, if you could give me back what made me do this, then I'll come upstairs. And I was yeah. like, can you give that back? And she was like, she put her head down and she was crying and she was like, no, honey, I can't. And out of nowhere, I just heard something just tell me like, yo, give all this shit back, jump in your car and just ride into the sun. And that's what right. I did. That's what I did. Oh, wow. That was, I don't, yeah. So I don't know. That just took me back. Like, yeah, I've, I've yeah. seen a lot of things and I didn't know it was that severe. Yeah. You mentally, emotionally, they were draining you. They were basically vampires yeah, they, sucking you dry. Yeah, they was tearing my ass up emotionally and spiritually, Jesus. you know. Yeah. And like I said, everybody was just pulling, pulling, taking, yeah. taking until it wasn't nothing left to take. And I think I got to the point where had I not left at that moment, it's a pretty good chance that, you know, I'd have been in the news for a terrible reason. Right, you know? exactly. And, I, and so, like I said, to me, leaving that day and leaving everything behind and it was the scariest decision i ever made in my motherfucking life because i was like all right life is going to change like in 24 hours like right you're not gonna be rich but you rich. wasn't really happy you know what i'm saying no. money people gotta understand that money could financially make you content but it doesn't yeah. make you happy have peace of mind you know um so it doesn't make you healthy because you were sick inside emotionally nah. i mean when you're depressed and because i know i've been there you're mm -hmm. ill like it's hard to function literally it's incredibly and hard and not only that but it's it's i felt at that time that i was supposed my my first job first and foremost was to be everybody's superhero right and, i understand that and it hurt kind of when i was like all right um but I'm going through shit, so how the fuck am I supposed to get up and put a right. cape on and go save the trap? That's right. That's right. You know. I so mean, I totally feel you because at age of 14, 15, I was taking care of my whole family. And mm -hmm. I had to put that cape on. My dad was in jail and out of jail. In New York, you know, mom's home cook clean. They really don't work. You know, they were mm -hmm. raised differently. So mm -hmm. I had to take care of families and some of her family. And I had that pressure as well like mm -hmm. you have mm -hmm. to succeed you have to pay these bills or this and that so i understand that pressure like you, you can't give up you just had a baby you still gotta work you know i had a little baby mm -hmm. going on tour you know and i didn't give up i mean certain points i felt drained cried to myself mm -hmm. and i had to keep my emotions inside because i didn't really have no one there to express it or had my back in that sense you know what i'm saying like yeah, we got to learn absolutely. how to just sit and be like okay i gotta think of me and it took me all the way to my mid-30s to not let people take advantage of me. It took me a long time. Don't feel bad. You ain't alone. Yeah. You understand? <laughs> you ain't alone. Time. Like, 
I mean, I when I stopped, like when I stopped, um, Mm -hmm. and my son has autism, um, my family, none of my family was there. I felt abandoned. Oh, you know, I know. Yeah, Matthew has autism. My middle, my middle son is high on the autistic spectrum. He's not nonverbal, but people who don't have children with autism, like they don't get it. It's a lot. They have no idea. They have no idea. You know. Um, but what I will say is. It took me quite some time, Glory, to 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 say to myself, like, yo, what's up? My man, my name's Mike. I'm your best friend. You didn't even know that. Amen. You were so busy. You know what I mean? So you was right. you were so busy running around sure. being this thing that you created that you never understood your best friend is you first and foremost. So right. I'm just grateful that. I went through whatever experiences I went through that ultimately led me to sit down and have a uh, uh, introspective with myself. Right. And then once I did that glow, it's just wow. You know what I mean? Like once you do yes. something that puts you on a certain path, it's almost like something above you or around you is just throwing everything in front of you like sure. breadcrumbs. You know, so, so those people that got you to that level to that that got mm-hmm. you to your most low. Did you forgive them for things that they've done? Oh yeah, hell yeah. You know why? Because <clears throat> to to walk around, pardon me, to walk around and have all of that in you, right. that could never be a good thing. Because right. either one or two things happen. Um, and there's actually a term for it. It's called stacking. This I know because I actually went. I've had a therapist now for like four years, but that's the second know the third best decision i've ever made in life so what i never realized is um i had a lot of issues from before i even was rhyming you know that i had never allowed myself to come to terms with so you know like my mom's passed when i was like 11 years old um and in that same year my uncle my aunt and one of my best friends they all died in that same year and yeah my aunt died that christmas eve my mom died six months after that my uncle died no my best friend jamal died before my mom then my mom passed away then my uncle bill died and my uncle bill was my guardian appointed by my mom in the event of so you know, oh I had seen so where did lot. you go after that when they both died the same year? My, I mean, my dad, I ended up with my dad, but my dad was, and it's different because, you know, when you get older, you kind of overstand more. So I was like, my dad, he had lost my mom and he was going through his own battle with coming to terms with that. And he right. just wasn't initially in any shape to, to right, take of mind to be a dad. Right. Right. And, you know, but eventually things were so um, critical that he didn't have a choice. Not to say he wasn't a good dad and that he wasn't there for me. He was always in my life, but this rocked him, you know, to lose the love of your life. Right, you had a sorrow at a young age to even an adult to handle all those deaths at once. Yeah, Yeah, and what I did, I guess, you know, as a survival, a survival mechanism was I would just suppress everything. I did it too. And push it I down. Understand. 
Yes. And to make it all make sense, when you harbor those things that are done to you, you're kind of doing this shit. Yeah. And what's going to happen is you're going to erupt on the explode. wrong person. You're yeah. going to explode. And or and you make yourself you know, toxic, too. You make yourself sick, yeah, you know, yeah, literally absolutely. with all the poison absolutely. and all the the weight of other people's negativities or, or harm or guilt. Everything yeah. combined can make you, you kill are. yourself with that. Yeah, yeah. You and, and and don't get me wrong, like we all humans, so it's not as though I can't still sit here and be like, yeah, that was fucked up. I wouldn't have did that shit. Right. Like, <laughs> right. The difference is now I'll sit there and laugh about it and be like, yo, that was fucked up. I wouldn't have did it, but God bless this nigga's soul, man. I'm all right. 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 I, I do the same so, thing. I totally understand you about that. Right. So, and that's for it goes for many people because there's a lot of fucked up people in this industry. It's so, a lot of, yeah, it's a lot. And it's not even that. It's just, it's a lot of fucked up people. People. You understand? <laughs> right. In general. Like, right. Family. Be, Hello. Yeah. Right. Right. It, not even in this industry. Like, you, we could be in any other industry. I mean, doctors, I mean or, listen, they, even autism. I mean, I know you dealt with a lot of fucked up therapists, doctors, trying to medicate yeah. your son up crazy. I can go on yeah. with. I call them yeah. drug pushers, like literally med uh, medical doctors and uh, yeah. a lot of therapists are drug pushers. Some are great. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. The great ones. I applaud you, you know, keep, you know, helping our children. But there's some that just want to just put them aside, drug them up and let them sit there like fucking zombies. Like literally, Absolutely. I have gone Absolutely. through schools and cried coming out um, because all the kids were like this medicated up, just sitting in the chair. So the teachers won't have to deal with them. Like, yeah, and I know, I know what Matthew, yeah, they, they may be prescribed him. I mean, there, there's probably twice in life that he had certain medications, but we ended up not liking that it just zonked him out. And yeah. he was way happier without it. And even yes. some of the things that they initially had told us, told my wife and I, where they were like, you know, he'll never talk. And he runs around and his face, he'll ask you for Dunkin' Donuts like no one's business. He'll, he'll yeah, daddy yeah. that like, he talks. He just chooses yeah. when he wants to. When wants you to know, talk, right, I, right, right. Exactly, and, what I, and I say to myself, if he could tell me about Dunkin' Donuts and he can tell me about um, um, Blaze and the Monster Machines or all these little things that in his world are the most important, then guess what? If ever he wants to, he'll spit out a full, an entire sentence, you know, and yeah. it's just my job to sit here and be patient. If you on ice, you ain't got no choice but to be cold. You feel me? Right, 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 right. So that's no, but you learned through your path. It. You learned through your path. Oh, and you're yeah, like, no, absolutely. medicine is not for my child. Our children are not sick. Like, their organs are fine. It's just, you know, uh, neurology problem, meaning I believe it's the shots, but that's another story. But um, mm -hmm. especially with black boys. Um, mm -hmm. my son was diagnosed at two and a lot of these medicines that they give our children affect their organs, affect their mind, affect their brain. So it makes it worse mm -hmm. and more complicated. All it is is to put the kid, just be still, oh, they're too active. Give them this medicine. Oh, they're too this. Give them this medicine, which is not get a trampoline, get a bouncy and house. All, yeah. you know? And there's also there's incentive for, for physicians to prescribe medication because, make money. you know, pharmaceutical companies companies and doctors you know doctors get bonuses per that's right and you doctors know, get bonuses all... for fully vaccinated children as well that's why they said yeah, it's, a, it's, you know 
It's all a cycle. It's yeah. all a wheel. It's a cycle. You understand what I'm saying? It is. So it at is. the end of it all, you just have to do what works for you best. And like I said, to run around, to make it all 360 make sense. Nah, I don't run around and, and, and keep nothing with me, Glowy. I'll let it go. I'll let it go. Very and, good. And Very I, good. I, I'm getting a lot better at that. You know what I mean? So it's just yes, yes. It takes time. It doesn't happen overnight. I mean, yeah, it ain't gonna happen overnight. You know, so because it wasn't my new little things they did. They actually totally affect your life in that particular you know season in your life. And people think like you know, forgiveness doesn't mean like yo, we homies. No, forgiveness. I forgive myself for letting you affect me and doing things to me. You know, it's a difference. Right, and it's it's not more than saying yo. I acknowledge that I'm sorry that whatever it is in you led you that way. I'm sorry that I left right. myself open for that, but be Amen. that as it may. Here, take this. This is gone, bro. I don't even have room for this in my universe, bro. I just don't. But I think a lot of people that you would surround yourself with were peacemakers in the beginning because I was around your era. I was there, actually mm-hmm. there. Like I No, met- you were there. Yeah. yeah, I've met when you were there there when like, Ja was about to come out. Yes, and back, back. when they weren't drinking, when they weren't doing drugs, like literally didn't take a shot, wasn't doing no drugs, and was peacemaker with you know uh, DMX and Jay and Ja putting everybody together to a guy that was popping pills and doing this and doing drugs, and you're like, who are you? So the industry changes people. They could. And initially, we have a good heart coming in because I saw the good heart, you know, and then Mm -hmm. literally you're like, who the fuck are you? And then I was like, okay, they got you. You know what I'm saying? Like, shout like, so I mean, like with rule, shout out to rule. That's that's my bro. I love him so much, man. Like he he actually was one of the people around me that I didn't see much of a change in. I just saw. I agree. More, I bro. agree. A bigger and better. Like me, me too. Me from, too. From the day we met, we was always on the same way, you know. And even yes. when he started to take off, and and I, I kind of felt like, oh, okay, there's there's no backseat in this rocket ship, but that's cool. I was just happy that my man was getting ready to go sky high out of the universe, you know what? But that's still, I, I think I don't like that mentality of that we can't all be successful. It's gotta be that one person in that group. Like, I, I just think that mm-hmm. mentality is just, it's wrong. We all can achieve, we can all be king and queens, we all can make money, you know, especially mm-hmm. in the female game too. Now there's many, but before, fought against each other. You know, it's just mm-hmm. it's so tacky in our industry. Mm-hmm. There's many country stars, there's many pop stars, there's many rock stars, but in hip hop, mm-hmm. we fight against each other to be a what top of what. You know what I'm well, saying? Well, it's a lot of, yeah, and it's a, it's all, at the end of the day, Glowy, I think it's more like, what do you want out of it? And if if what you right. want out of it is is the, the power and right. the reward, then you may be inclined to, to embrace some of these changes that are not what people have known about you. If right. at the end of it all, it's, it's yo, I just, I just love doing this shit and I just love how right. it makes people feel and I love how right. it makes me feel because it makes people happy. Then you getting paid in a different way. I think it was Bob Marley. He did like an interview and 
the dude asked him, he was like, Yo, are you a, a rich man? And Bob Marley was like, mm. like, what do you mean by rich? And he's like, rich. you know, do yes. you have, he's like, you have a lot of wealth. And he's like, what do you mean rich and like possessions and, and wealth and all of that money? He's like, no, nah, I'm not rich that way. I'm rich in another way. And the dude who was asking him, he kind of couldn't grasp what he meant. Right. You know, comprehend it, right. And honestly put, there's some people that come from that school. It's, it's other people that come from the school of, nigga, fuck that. Get the back. Right. You <laughs> and then there's a couple of, right. there's some people that are like, they're right in the middle of that. You know, so right. at the end of the day, it's all about what you wanted out of it. And I, I believe if you watch how people move, it'll tell you exactly what they want. That's from true. Them. Oh, you my friend? God. Yes. Give them enough time. They will show face. Oh yeah, it'll always, show you exactly always. what they were. Yeah, you you gonna know exactly what the roadmap was once you just little things add up to big things. You feel me? So if you keep yeah. your eye on that, and then but if I think you do as people, that way, as our generation, we need to be more use of each other because it's good uses and bad uses. Use each other properly. Mm -hmm. Use each other benefits for us to grow as a whole, not to say mm -hmm. oh me 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 me. You know, and I'm still and that, would be, that you know, with that would, other people as well. That would be beautiful. And I agree with you completely. <laughs> you said that would be like, it's not going to happen. It, <laughs> right. It would be beautiful. But I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to say it's <laughs> You're not. Like, <laughs> but especially in light of like the, I mean, take a look around you. I you know. know. You got I know. Anywhere you turn. But I feel like all, you have a good heart. You're talented. And you're about, we, I think I'm about that life too. So if people like us there's more people like us you know oh yeah, yeah. well no we're not we're not in, in in shortage of commodity that's what the world would like you to believe that you right. know there's not there's not people that are, are good-hearted and genuine and, and i don't say that as to to make myself some sort of self-righteous angel because i'm not you right, neither me? am I. I think, <laughs> right. right, I'm not. I have. My I mean, nobody is. Sweat. We all sin. Like, no one is. Fact. So yeah. you know, but I say it as to say, like, like I'll be honest. Like the last couple of years, when I, I think of everything in a holistic sense, it definitely is enough to make you lose hope in in humanity. But sometimes there are I, still I, those. I, I've had that. Yeah, but there's people still that got sent in your life to that, say, "Listen, I'm here for you. Look." This is my people. Right. And he even has done that, that throughout the, my life. Right. Or even events, you feel me? Or or even there's still there's I still that. And what I have to remind myself of is the universe ain't never just one thing. It can never be right. just one thing. It, it's right. really designed so that the combat that each of these forces has with each other is actually what keeps everything moving. You understand what I'm right. saying? So like, yeah. so if I look at it that way, then I don't keep so much of an expectation in everything around. And I think I used to do that. You feel me? I used to put so much of an expectation on people and, and, and energy around me because I knew what mine was. But if I tell myself, bro, that's not your job. Right. Your job is just to, right. Your job is just to check maintain your energy and your job is to be you know you're your own you're sensory, aware of other people's energy obviously yeah. because you know you want to know if they're right for you or are you being set up or 
you know, you yeah. have to be aware you're surrounded but in the same breath. You don't, as an artist, we always have to play a role. We always have to entertain, like literally, yeah. you know, yeah. in a studio or just whatever. We have to mm -hmm. learn that we have to embrace it's it a balance and, and be careful. Yes, yeah. yes, you have to be careful where it's you start your energy now. Yes, because then you lose yourself and then you, you fucking go crazy. Like people don't understand the pressure of life and then the industry of fame, of being this particular person, of keeping mm -hmm. it. So it's a lot of everything, being a dad, being a mom. Good. So imagine yeah. all that and then being spotlighted right. and people dissing Hell you yeah. and, and you know, right. nitpicking and you. you. And then you just right. stab, 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 stab. And then your friends stab, stab, stab. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then there's that. So yeah, facts. But like I and said, Glowy, I'm just thankful. I, like I would rather go through it than not go through it at all. Because at least at the end of the right. day, going through it made me a better man. It made me the new man that I am now. I get that vibe from me so, totally. Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel great. I swear to God, I feel, I've never you in my great. life. You look great. Oh, I'm so happy. That's beautiful. You. I've never been. I, I love your the way you're at. I love your state of mind. I, I mm -hmm. as a father, as an MC, like I can't wait for your album to come out. Like I'm March. ready. Like what what I'm kind of vibe? Like are you on the New York with a little bit of everything? Are you flowing differently? Like give me a, just a little bit. Well, I, I'm a I'm gonna give you a present after we, okay. we finish the interview. I thought about it okay, last okay, night. Okay. I was like, I should I should let Glowy get like a, a sample of what's going yes. on. Yes, but um, <laughs> I would love that. I, mean, I, pro I promise you, I got you. But I'm having an amazing time. Um, what I want to do is I want to be able to. The first thing I wanted to do was be able to sit back and say, "Yo, did you floor the natural?" If you mm -hmm. floored your first album, then you know your heart could be a, I destroyed the natural, and I'm not even finished. So that makes me feel good. And then the second thing I wanted to do is, I took off the the the, the spectacles that they give us all. With yes. all right, you this sir, you this artist, so you certain way. Yes, nigga, fuck all of that. Throw that's right. I all You're that creative. You can do anything. Right. You can make a whole entire world, a whole universe, the way that you want them. And I think right. with the project that I'm doing now, it embodies everything that that makes me love music. Is is I like trap music. I like West Coast. I like music. I like uh, poignant music. I like thought provoking music. I, I like yeah, artists too, outside too. of you know. I, I just yesterday I was listening to to Sting's greatest hits all day, you know? So I, I was trying that to figure That's out That's good. So we're going to get a little bit of everything. I love that. You're going to get I everything. You're going to get guest appearances that you probably would have never imagined me doing. Um, you're going to see that, that. Are you independent no matter, or you're on a major? Yeah, I'm on independent label. I'm just Absolutely. saying, I'm just asking. Nah. <laughs> I shout know you learned. I know. Yes. Yeah, shout out to Symphonics Distribution. My man Octavius up there. So I have a joint venture with them. My company is QMB, Queens Made Bosses. So I finally oh, got my that. company established. Congratulations. Like maybe a year and a half. Thank you. Thank Beautiful. you. And so um, it's under my own flag. 
I don't have to worry about a whole bunch of things that other people, you know, I've spent the last 12 years as an entrepreneur. I own a small business. So that kind of taught me. So tell me what, what put your business out there. Is it closed? What, what, what do you? No, no. I started a locksmith and a security installation company. 12 oh, years that's ago. always needed. <laughs> Hell, it's smart yeah, man. So I was an apprentice for about a year and a half. Um, and then I opened my own company over a decade ago and we've been going ever since we've been like number one, we've won customer service, like uh, satisfaction eight years in a row. We're one of the top rated companies. Yeah. On Angie and, and um, Yelp and Google and all that stuff. Um, I've met, I have clients that, live in the worst spots in the world i have clients that are you know on the board of microsoft so i've i've run the gamut in terms of meeting people and personalities and you know when i started all i knew was installing locks and now we have like a straight commercial division so i do it i do cameras i do access entry full system cameras um, i might need you i need to camera my house <laughs> I, i'll come take a look so at, and i can't you. help yes. it's funny too because like what, you are know, you like just I, new york or do you <laughs> no initially what i what, what i initially wanted to do earlier in the year but but then um things had changed was i was actually getting ready to move to miami and open up another division of the company there um uh-huh but come come everybody's down here come come (laughs) eventually 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 i think that's what we'll end up doing and it's not even to say that i won't open another wing this year coming out of state but i just want to make certain that before i because you know to run a business a business is like a child you know and you put so much energy into it yeah you have to be out here to make it grow first yeah exactly so it and when I feel that I can readily leave from everything that, that I worked so hard do, for yeah. here, then yeah, we'll make I that transition. And no one cares about your business the way that you care about your business. More than you. That's right. No one. You know, so. No. And it's funny because I learned so much running a small business operation that it's weird. Like, I took things I learned from music and applied them to my small yes. business. And now I'm finding I'm taking lessons that I learned running a small business and they're applicable to what I'm doing in terms of entertainment. And that's why I say everything that happened had to. Yes. You understand? It's, it's, it all it's meant to happen, to. Destiny. Yes. Yes. But oh, I love your growth. I'm so proud no of you. No one's ready for this album. Thank you. Big no girl. one's ready. No I'm ready. Shit, I am no totally ready. ready. No Are you doing videos? Ready. I gotta do a cameo. <laughs> yeah, I gotta go to the West Coast. Any remixes? I don't know. Nobody does remixes anymore. But uh, if you bring no, out back the remixes, you, I need to jump on me not, to have sixteen. <laughs> and we never, we like never did that. So yo, just because you might, yo, we never. I got seriously. You. I swear to God, yes. like on everything. As a matter of we, fact, we're. We're putting touches now on like the next visual. Actually, they're they're planning out like my next four moves because the whole project drops in March. 
So I definitely okay. know we have to go to the West Coast to shoot. And I definitely know we're going back down to Miami and Atlanta to shoot. And I'm getting ready to shoot here in New York. So one way or another, I'm definitely keeping you in the loop. I'll let you know. I would, yes, I'd please love do. I support everything I you, you do. And whatever you drop, you. I'm pushing that shit. I got you. I'm just <laughs> blessed to have you here. I'm blessed that nah, you know, you're I'm here glad, individually, yeah. like with your beautiful family and your growth you. is amazing. And um, I just want to thank you and keep glowing. Thank you guys for listening to Just Glow Podcast with my special guest, Mike Geronimo. Yes, it's a blessing. Yeah. Just Glow, keep glowing. That's right. I love you, kid. I love you too, Bob. <laughs>